Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Mandy and I'm joined today by Ryan. And we are still reading through the Psalms. We're starting in Psalm 39 and skipping around um, through a few of them. And um, what we were talking about before we got on here was, you know, how Psalm 39 was one that really stuck out to us. And we keep saying, um, you know, as we speed read these Psalms, that's not really how Psalms are supposed to be read. So if there's one that resonates with you, um, pick that one, meditate on it, spend time on it, ask God, you know, what do you want to say to me through this? So Psalm 39, one thing that stuck out to me was I was remembering a time when I was having this issue with one of my kids and we just like kept butting heads. We just like, couldn't, I don't know. I just kept having these issues, like these parenting issues. So I went, read my Bible, was journaling and Psalm 39 is where I landed. And that day I really needed to read this because it says, um, that like, while he was trying to stay silent and hold his tongue, he just kept like boiling inside, getting like hotter and hotter. And then the next line is like, remind me of the brevity of life, like how short this whole thing is. And for me that day, what I needed to remember was in the two seconds that it takes to say the thing I want to say, um, life is so short. The time with my girls is so short, um, that I actually can trust God in these moments. And I have to remember that like every moment matters because life is so short. Um, and so that, that passage um, actually was like a game changer for me just in like parenting this child. Um, Ryan, do you have any thoughts on my parenting or Psalm 39? (laughs) My thoughts are, it's hilarious how you're like, just playing this whole thing. Cool. Um, because we actually just had like crazy technical difficulties and we're just like furiously recording this again, (laughs) almost when it's time for it to be like uploaded. But we're yeah, just, no, we're, we're, we're really we're obviously I'm taking your lead. We're going to pretend like that never happened. We're just going to play it cool. Yeah, I thought that's what you told me before we recorded. <laughs> this. Uh, I thought you said, don't let the people know that Mandy forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> guys, we're, we're, you know, training new people to run recording equipment it can be challenging sometimes. Sometimes you end up recording in the middle of the night. I hit uh, the triangle two times (laughs) instead of one time it's hard you know you know what's great is in moments like this i just want to remember the brevity of life you know just like (laughs) it's like should this should we treat this as like a monumental thing probably not life is pretty short and you know no actually like um in all seriousness reading through psalm 39 uh it it really did strike me that whole brevity piece so it's cool that you brought up that same thing uh, because I think there really is some wisdom to that in just understanding how not not only how uh, how short our own lives are or how brief our own lives are, but actually just how, like, how big God is mm. and how many things God has seen. I think in the grand scheme of things, the things that get us frustrated, I think they're valid. I'm not saying that they're not important, but I think when God deals with us in our struggles, they probably seem less important to him. Right. I mean, that's probably, that's probably a really good thing. Um, that well, I don't know that they seem less important. I think that maybe they just seem less scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably a much better way to put it because and that's what I was trying to do is just balance. Like obviously our, our trials and our struggles, they are important. Um, but in the grand scheme of things and in the way that God is working across history, I just think that's why there's not much that gets him rattled. I think it's like, okay, we've seen this before or 
you know, totally. Ultimately God has a plan and we're part of that plan, but we're not completely the plan. That is the best news of all. Like yeah, we're just, is. yeah, we're allowed to keep being humans in the sense of like, we are working this out. We are, you know, we see David, you know, we see him over and over and over again, coming back to God, always returning to God, even when he has made these crazy mistakes or the, he's having a ton of anxiety or he's in grief. Like it seems like his go-to is returning to God because he mm-hmm. knows that God's not rattled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because I think about, you know, if we think about our kids, if they make a mistake or they feel shame about something, they don't always come to us in those moments because they're afraid to say it. But we see this example in David where he constantly, even in his darkness, comes back to God. Um, and he talks in Psalm 40 about waiting patiently for the Lord to help him. And he talks about how all those who search for God will be filled with joy and gladness. Um, and they'll always be talking about how great the Lord is. And so what you're set to your point, this, this brevity of life situation reminds us actually how big God is. Yeah. Yeah. Actually what, what's popping into my mind right now is kind of two competing ways to look at how brief our lives are. I think on, on one side, you can be like in the, in the YOLO crowd. That's like, Hey, you only get one chance. Just do it. Um, I'm sorry. Did you say yellow or YOLO? <laughs> the YOLO crowd. Oh, YOLO uh, bringing something back. Yeah. There you go. Um, I mean, I mean, is anybody still saying YOLO? Uh, I don't think so, but all right, cool. I mean, I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Clearly. I, no, I, I definitely, I definitely hear that concept from people though. Like, Hey, my life is, yes. short and I just want to experience it all. And I just want to get it all in. Yes. Um, that comes out of like this, this brevity of life philosophy, but actually where David is coming from is not that side of things. He's coming from like, my life is short, but God's plan is huge. Yeah. I want to recognize where I fit in that plan. I don't want to waste what I've been given. I don't want to misuse what I've been given. I want to use it wisely, but also I want to stay focused on, on God's plan and where, where he is in all these things. I want to say that the first time I recorded this episode eight hours ago, what I said in this moment was, <laughs> wait, when I first thought I recorded this episode, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just for the record, uh, yes, buttons are hard. They are, well, just- they were, they were shapes and it was a circle, triangle, and a square. <laughs> I was pretty sure in my training, I understood all of them. But uh, the training was extensive. <laughs> um, and maybe you already heard me, um, say this before, but when you are talking about this, I think what the idea is right-sizing ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, so right-sizing like who we are and who God is. And, um, and so I think one, th- one way we can do that, one thing I've done before. So we see like David has a lot of anxieties in these, like, he's like very stressed out. There's people yeah. trying to kill him. There's people that just don't like him. Yeah. Um, and, and so what we see is that, uh, he needs to remember how big God is. And, and so one thing I've done like a couple of weeks ago, what I did was I was having some anxiety. And so I took some time to write down all my fears. Cause a lot of times it's like fear that's under all of that. So I filled up, I got my laptop out and I just filled up an entire document of all the things I'm afraid of and that I didn't even know were lurking in there. And that might sound like, why did you do that? Mandy, you could have brought those things to life. I don't believe that. I think like saying them out loud actually takes the power away. And so I wrote them all down. And then on the next document, I wrote all the 
things about God that I know are true Mm -hmm. that he says in his word. Mm -hmm. And I filled another document with that. And so I actually keep it on my phone and I look at it very often because what it does is it right sizes my fears compared to who God is. And, um, there's something really powerful about doing that, like keeping the perspective. And the reason I have it on my phone is because it's so easy to lose that perspective. Even if I have it, like when I did that list that day, my anxiety, like disappeared. It was pretty crazy. Um, not that it didn't come back later at, you know, for other reasons, but in that moment, whatever it was that I was like kind of battling, it went away because it like reminded me of who God is and how none of this is too big for him. And, um, all that to say, I think that is a really cool exercise to do. It's kind of what David's doing. He's like writing out all his anxieties, but then always declaring who God is something very powerful about that. That's really good. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I I am right about that. I'm right about a lot of things. Should we name all the things I'm right about? Uh, recording is not one of them, but eventually it will be. <laughs> yo, yo, you right. You right. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that this was a really helpful discussion on some of these Psalms and um, thanks guys so much for tuning in. And I hope that as you read them, that you experience God in a really fresh new way. Um, Thanks so much. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Psalm 39. I said to myself, I will watch what I do and not sin in what I say. I will hold my tongue when the ungodly are around me. But as I stood there in silence, not even speaking of good things, the turmoil within me grew worse. The more I thought about it, the hotter I got, igniting a fire of words. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath. We are merely moving shadows, and all our busy rushing ends in nothing. We heap up wealth, not knowing who will spend it. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. Rescue me from my rebellion. Do not let fools mock me. I am silent before you. I won't say a word, for my punishment is from you. But please stop striking me. I am exhausted by the blows from your hand. When you discipline us for our sins, you consume like a moth what is precious to us. Each of us is but a breath. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my cries for help. Don't ignore my tears, for I am your guest, a traveler passing through, as my ancestors were before me. Leave me alone so I can smile again before I am gone and exist no more. Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. O Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come as it as is written about me in the scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out as, as you, O Lord, well know. 
I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Lord, don't hold back your tender mercies from me. Let your unfailing love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles surround me, too many to count. My sins pile up so high, I can't see my way out. They outnumber the hairs on my head. I have lost all courage. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in his thoughts. You are my helper and my savior. Oh my God, I do not delay. Psalm 41. Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health. Oh Lord, I prayed, have mercy on me. Heal me for I have sinned against you. But my enemies say nothing but evil about me. How soon will he die and be forgotten, they ask. They visit me as if they were my friends, but all the while they gather gossip, and when they leave, they spread it everywhere. All who hate me whisper about me, imagining the worst. He has some fatal disease, they say. He will never get out of that bed. Even my best friend, the one I trusted completely, the one who shared my food, has turned against me. Lord, have mercy on me. Make me well again so I can pay them back. I know you are pleased with me, for you have not let my enemies triumph over me. You have preserved my life because I am innocent. You have brought me into your presence forever. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Psalm 53. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good, not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to God. Terror will grip them, terror like they have never known before. God will scatter the bones of your enemies. You will put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When God restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Psalm 55 Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My enemies shout at me, making loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I cannot stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and rest. Then I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness. How quickly I would escape, far from this wild storm of hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans, for I see violence and conflict in the city. Its walls are patrolled day and night against the invaders. But the real danger 
is wickedness within the city. Everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in the streets. It's not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It's not my foes who so arrogantly insult me. I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion and close friend. What good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of God. Let death stalk my enemies. Let the grave swallow them alive, for evil makes its home with them. But I will call on the Lord, and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon, and night I cry out in my distress, and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me. Though many still oppose me, God who has ruled forever will hear me and humble them. For my enemies refuse to change their ways. They do not fear God. As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. His words are as smooth as butter, but in his heart is war. His words are as soothing as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Give your burden to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. But you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young. But I am trusting you to save me. Psalm 58 Do you judge the people fairly? No, you plot injustice in your hearts. You spread violence throughout the land. These wicked people are born sinners, even from birth, they have lied and gone their own way. They spit venom like deadly snakes. They are like cobras that refuse to listen, ignoring the tunes of the snake charmers, no matter how skillfully they play. Break off their fangs, O God. Smash the jaws of these lions, O Lord. May they disappear, disappear like water into thirsty ground. Make their weapons useless in their hands. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime, like a stillborn child who will never see the sun. God will sweep them away, both young and old, faster than a pot heats over burning thorns. The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenged. They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last, everyone will say, There truly is a reward for those who live for God. Surely there is a God who judges justly here on earth. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.